and girls to another edition of the Afrobeats podcast, Aishopo Live. I'm your host, Aishopo Olajide, aka Shop Studio, aka The Energy God. As always, big shout out to everybody subscribing, liking, sharing, commenting. We appreciate the support. Um, this is where we break down the hottest topics within the Afropop culture uh, alongside a celebrity guest of mine in the building. As always, big shout outs to uh, our crew on Yanga Television as well. You can catch us there on Saturdays at 7.30 p.m. And on Mondays, a repeat at 7 p.m. That's Sky 186, Freeview 274, and Freesat 171. Before I introduce my guests, we can also go straight into some of our partners. And that is Shubes.com, which is a leading discovery hub for black culture experiences, bringing you the latest events, music, and news. With Shubes, you can discover and buy tickets to the best events happening in your city to satisfy your every need. Now, if you're on the hunt for bottomless brunches, the latest Afrobeats concerts, or just a banging night out, Shubes has got you covered. Shubes is at the center of all experiences, whether you're an event organizer or looking to, uh, an event organizer looking to sell out your event or looking for a perfect event to attend. And a lot of us uh, are looking for perfect events to attend. So it's very simple. Visit Shubes.com and get Shubes in now, joining me in the studio is a returnee, a commentator, um, a broadcaster, podcaster uh, in the building. She's one of my favorite people in the world at the moment. Of is course. the beautiful Norma. How you doing? Hello, sir. Of course, of Dreams and Money podcast. We yes, need to sir. put that right in. Uh, you're looking amazing. Thank you kindly. Of course, for you, I had to make sure I come through, match the drip, That's match the it. sauce, That's match the it. swag. How, how's the podcast going? How's Dreams of Money podcast going? It's going good. It's going good, you know. Um, yeah, the people are loving it, mm-hmm. so I'm happy with that. As long as the people enjoy the content and they feel like they're being inspired or they feel informed, they feel entertained, that's mm-hmm. all that matters to me. And, and in, you know, in a nutshell, what is the Dreams of Money uh, podcast? So on the podcast, I interview a lot of young, inspirational black, and sometimes yeah. maybe not black, um, who young people who are doing absolutely amazing in their career. So mm. whether they are journalists like yourself, mm. whether they are commentators, social media influencers, business owners, entrepreneurs, and just people who are making social change, I interview them and kind of figure out how did they get to where they are in their journey, what mm. impact are they making in the world right now, and how can we be them, you know? How can we boss up in our own lives and get the money like they're getting? And yeah, we just kind of get into it, really. So yeah, it's an amazing podcast. Make sure you check it out. Make sure you check it out. Now, some of the headlines that Norma and myself will be looking at today, uh, it's been a very interesting week, um, will be Nigeria's Twitter ban. Uh, That has made headlines around the world. Crazy. of course, uh, the the showdown we saw on Instagram with Tua Savage and Shay Shay, uh, singer Kotier, uh saying she wanted to give away her social media account because it seems that she can't juggle that many social media accounts anymore and, and, and real life as well. Mm-hmm. And of course, Casper Nyoves announcing a multi-million rand deal uh, in South Africa and lots, lots more. Well... We're starting in Nigeria where this past week, Nigerian Afrobeat artist and human rights activist, Shion Kuti went viral for comments he made during his regular Instagram live session. Uh, in this se- session tagged, are you mad? Uh, 
<laughs> the performer was addressing the media for his failure to properly give him his due credits for what he says is opening doors for Nigerian musicians such as performing at the famous Coachella Festival. As far back as 2012, uh, of course, performing at Glastonbury back-to-back -back and, and, and then being one of the four Nigerians to have been nominated for a Grammy in an individual category. Now, during this Instagram Live, he also talks about collaborators on a Grammy-winning project not being a Grammy winner, but only accredited a certificate of commendation. After short clips of the video went viral and blogs insinuating shots were fired at Whiskid, the singer came back on IG Live on Thursday morning to say the media was trying to create friction where none existed and doing their best to discredit him. He continued to talk about the Grammy commendation and award-winning difference in the clip. Um, I shared some of the footages, especially the first one, uh, where he was talking about not receiving enough credit and, and, and talking about mm -hmm. the Grammy commendation and stuff like that. When I shared it on social media, not only had they gone for uh, Sean Kuti, they came for me as well, you know. It looked like the Whiskey FC were out in full force trying to read because they felt like that was a direct shot at Whiskey. And then he came back again in trying to clarify it. And some of them still took yeah. it as a, you know, a, a direct shot and, and that he wasn't explaining himself well. First of all, what are your thoughts about this Instagram live and, and what Sheon Kuti was trying to, to convey? I get what he was coming from. Mm. I think he feels as if credit is not being given to him and he's not being given his flowers. Um, and I think sometimes when, you know, multiple times when we've had the conversation about, oh, who's been nominated for a Grammy, particularly from Africa, mm. most of the times he doesn't come up. Yep. So I completely understand his frustration in saying, give me my credit. Like yep. I've been doing this. I've been in the game, a Grammy nominated as an individual, not as a group. I can see how other fans, particularly the Wizkid fans, felt like it could have been a shot. But yes. he's just stating facts. Mm. The facts are facts. You cannot take that away from him. Like, give the man his flowers. Mm, mm. But, yeah. I, I think, you know, this is my, my thoughts. I completely agree with Shion Kuti to some extent, uh, which is the fact that, yes, he's not being given his flowers. Even yeah. me, as much as a Shion Kuti fan that I am, I can't remember the last time I mentioned the fact that he, he. I know I'm, I, I discussed his Grammy nomination and him uh, scheduled to perform mm -hmm. at the time, but I don't think I mentioned it regularly enough. Yeah. That's one. Yeah. Number two, I don't even think I've mentioned ever that Sean Kuti actually performed at Coachella Festival in 2012. And you see how we don't mention that, but we will always run to talk about how Wizkid was... Um, or, or Burner Boy, because at Coachella... Boy, exactly, because yeah. at Coachella, um, it was Burner and Mr. Easy. And of course, we're super excited that some yeah. of our Afro-pop, Afro-beats artists were gracing such an incredible stage. So we go and shout at, from the rooftop, but we forget to mention that... That you know, he's been there. Somebody representing us and flying the flag as well has walked this walk in the past and has done this well, especially performing back-to-back -back at the Glastonbury's. That is incredible, incredible feat that needs to be mentioned and not be snared at. Absolutely. These are stages that 
boy, artists around the world who do absolutely anything, anything to, to get on it. And, absolutely. And and to 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 you know to get on these stages as an Afrobeat artist, you know, promoting African culture and, and really just walking in that line. Like I said, and I've said it before, you know, I understand that there there has to be a moment for humility and, and you know that you have to you don't have to blow your own trumpet. But I also believe that in life, if you do not give yourself the credit that you deserve, nobody's coming for you. Thank you. So you Thank have you. to be your number one, one cheerleader. Fan. And you, you have to be the one, like you said, you're blowing your own trumpet. You're saying, guys, I've done X, Y, Z. Yeah. This is what I've achieved. Mm. I've been at Coachella. I've been nominated for a Grammy. Mm. I've won these awards. Yeah. Um, whether five-time or ten-time Grammy nominated or I've won seven BT awards or mm. whichever Anything that you've achieved, Sometimes you need to, to speak it to about table. it from the rooftop. Then, Shout about it and yeah. be proud of yourself. And I think sometimes we, we want other people to be humble just because it makes us comfortable. Mm. It makes us feel like, oh, okay, yeah, he's got humility. Well, yes, it's humility. But at the end of the day, what I've achieved is not me bragging. That's just the it's fact. Just I've achieved the fact. this. And, then, and he deserves it. So now the flip side, which was the big hoo-ha, was the Grammy nomination thing. Yeah. When Shane was talking about Grammy commendation and certificates for collaborators on a Grammy-winning album, he was also stating facts in the sense that if you're part of a Grammy-winning album, what you get as a mixer, engineer, producer, writer. collaborator, writer is a, a commendation certificate to say you have been recognized for yes. your work on this incredible project that ultimately won a Grammy. Yes. For that, you get a certificate or commendation. However, for collaboration, which is a song yeah. with the likes of Beyonce and Wizkid, it's a completely different case. Mm -hmm. You brought 50% at the table. 50% of what that song was and became is your doing, is your lyrics, is yeah. your voice. So you get a plaque for that. Yeah. You get Which is, exactly is different. Exactly. So you get an exa exactly the same award as the name at the top of that goes. They're going to give it to you. Yeah. All the collaborators, all the features that have won Grammy Grammys as a single, you take that credit too. Absolutely. So with, with Absolutely. regards to his certificates and, and commendation, yeah, he got that one right. But with regards to collaborations and singles, no, you don't get a certificate. You get a plaque you as get well a plaque for that. because you're part of that. But again, you know, one of the most important things, I think a, a important lessons for a lot of us to learn is, is 2021. Mm -hmm. Yes, you can be humble, but you also need to sometimes be the one that says what you've done. Absolutely. Because nowadays, people have some of the shortest memories and ever. And people forget. Oh, yeah. we forget. And we're yeah. on to the next thing. Which, yep. Of course, we're talking about Burner Boy. We're talking about Wizkid. We're talking about everybody else. But we forget the people that have been lay laying down the foundation yep. for Afrobeats to succeed nowadays. Yep. So I think we do have to give accolades and give flowers where they're due. So I completely understand where he was coming from. Absolutely. And, and, and just in, in following with that, because um, I'm aware that Olamide is about to drop a brand new album. Exciting. However, I just took a moment, like last week, I'm like, yes, it's dropping a brand new album. Everybody's getting excited about that. But I wanted people to take a moment to appreciate the last album he released. 
which was just about six, seven months ago, that had infinity, that had loading, that had, you know. I was about this, to say, like, wasn't yes. it just yesterday that we even got one? Exactly. So, be, even though we're, we're in this culture of quickly moving on into what's next, and then yeah. maybe some fans will now come and say, oh, that album was trash or whatever, I wanted to quickly remind people that he dropped an incredible project about eight months ago. He did. But I feel like we're still riding the wave of that. And yes. I feel like time hasn't gone on enough for us to be craving a new album. No, I, think, I, I don't think it's about us craving a new album. I think he is in a creative space at the moment where he believes that he's got enough content to produce, you know, yeah. we've had the likes of DMX and Co. in the past that have released two albums in a year. We've seen the likes of Drake Fair. released an album, then a mixtape in a year, you know. So, yeah. so do you feel like it's a case of um, strike while the iron is hot and Facts. whilst you're still on fire no, and everyone is loving you, I, everyone is loving yeah, the, sound. the sound? So let, let me give them more of what they want like at the that. moment. Absolutely. I believe that Olamide has found... A, a, a new sound that he kind of introduced a little bit with yeah. that last album and he decided he's decided to even take it further with the new album that is about to release and I can tell you this I, I have heard you know a couple records from that he's got the single out anyway uh, but I've, I've heard a couple other records on there and I'm just excited for people to mm -hmm. hear it I think it, you know that's you know, an example of the work rate that we all just need Love. to get on. Yeah. 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 Listen, if you can do it, get on it. We get on it. Yeah, I mean, also, it's, I feel like it's the perfect time, too. It's summertime. We're about to be outside. Let's We've... go outside. <laughs> We're finna be outside. So, yeah, of course, we more than welcome mm. new music, new sounds, yeah. and just something that's going to keep us going through summer you Fresh. know we've been indoors for so long so whatever we can get to get us going get yes, us into the parties get us outside we love it <laughs> give it to us so let me do we're ready now speaking about being outside and staying in nigeria the internet exploded when a video showing afrobeat sati was savage slamming industry colleague and singing superstar as well shay shay for what she was uh, for what she said was a history of attacks and wasn't mm. gonna stand for it no more. Let's take a listen. If God, God, God should take my child, God should take him. If I've ever said anything about you or Victoria for money. Bitch, I'm made, I have money, I have nothing, I have nothing to take from you. I'm not going to be hired for a show and they'll say I should, because I'm getting. You think that's you think that's all it is, Tiwa. If you want to start Anything acting else, out, I've never stepped with your like man. I'm acting right now. I've Carry on. With your I'm man. listening. I've Go never on. taken a job from you. The only reason why I can tell you is to try and squash your You don't try and squash by saying hi. You try and squash by calling me in the corner and talking about. If I have an issue with you, if I have an issue with you, I don't just say hi as if nothing. No money. You did a whole song. You and that. Did a whole song. You went on interviews. You said Shit. I didn't say Me, nothing. I, I didn't say Shit. nothing. Tiwa, Even before, if you don't, if you don't open me, open me. Your is the dirtiest in this industry. You smart? No, open me. Open me. Open me. Open me. So simple, you must deny me. You must regret. So simple, no. Everybody knows I went past on my. Okay, you look at you, you look half dead. You are You look half dead. Look at your skin. You need to mind your business. That's what will clear up your 
of his skin. Look at you. Well, that is the drama that unfolded this past week with Chiwa Savage and Shay Shay. Um, my phone exploded. My social media went crazy. I refused to share the video, though, because I, I just... I, why, sir? Tell us why. Um, first of all, I have some level of relationships with both yeah. entertainers. Um, I'm a massive fan of the women in the industry. Um, I, th I think I have, as much as I could, you know, really stressed the importance of the, the female singers in the Afropop culture really getting their, you know, sitting on their throne and, yeah. and getting the exposure that they deserve. And I also felt that with the amount of work that we have done in trying to push that forward, me acting as a blog and sharing something that was not only, um, in my opinion, didn't wasn't the best light yeah, for both for women it. to be seen. Yeah. And second of all, I wasn't going to be a man that was going to be ihi aha. That's going to be kiki-keying yes, at women's business. At that, that type of clip. You yeah. know, first of all, you heard the conversation in there. You yeah. saw that clip. Um, a little back background, I believe it, it was. Um, Tiwa Savage was in the salon, and I believe she, she had come in and probably tried to say hello to her. And Tiwa Savage got up and said, you know, you, you can't say hello to me after... Yeah. You know all the attacks. considering the ba the background yes. and everything that's happened prior, and yeah, he got really heated. Some some nasty words were said, and you know, and, and stuff like that. What were your thoughts about it um, when you I, saw you it? Know, I was I was torn with this one. Okay, firstly, I was like, Tiwa, sis, I don't want to see you. You know, being the one that's insulting somebody and being shown, I guess, in a negative light. I completely understand. At some point, you know when so much has been thrown at you, which mm. is what I understand is the situation. Okay. Shay Shay had, you know, said some things yeah. publicly, uh, made a song, made as, a song as she stated. Doing the FU challenge. And, yeah. and dissed her. So it's like, okay, now you're coming at me with this energy of trying to say hi when you've been saying all of these things in the in the background. Yeah. Keep the same energy, sis. Mm. You've been dissing me. Okay, now that we're in person, you want to be saying hi? <laughs> no. Keep, <laughs> like, keep mm. the same energy that you had in your songs when you were dissing me on social media, blah, blah, blah. However, I'm like, Tiwa, you are the bigger artist. Mm. You are somebody that everybody looks up to you. You know, young women look up to you. We see you as, like, the Tiwa Savage. Mm. So we, I, I personally don't want to see you fighting. I would mm. rather that's something that's done in private. That's a conversation that happens in private. Mm. And mm. unfortunately, you know, that, that video was obviously recorded on the down low. It was recorded um, and shared, you and know, shared. popular blog. So I feel like it's one of those things where once you get to a certain celebrity status, you are on the well, global but that's, stage. But that's, that's her argument as well. Her argument was that she's been told for a long time to keep quiet. To keep quiet. Don't say anything. Yeah. You know, play the bigger role. Be that respected artist. And, and probably that's the bottling that ultimately led to the explosion that we saw. Because she had Absolutely. been kind of 
putting that away for she's been suppressing it for so long which i completely understand and i can imagine how frustrating that is because mm. everyone's always telling you yeah be the bigger person and you know you've got people like noma being like sis we don't want to see you fighting yeah. but unfortunately we wouldn't see beyonce do that and i'm not gonna compare two people but mm. at the same time when you get to mm. a certain stage when you get to a certain level as an artist mm. and as a celebrity there are certain things that you just cannot partake in period mm. and it's unfortunate but it's just part of your job yeah. you know um so just as much as any other job there's certain things that you cannot be seen yeah. partaking yeah. in therefore in the same way that we expect that responsibility we also don't want to see you fighting and then That's later it. on in the night we you know we heard like Shay Shay on Pulse, uh, NG, where she was narrating the side of her story, where she threw allegations that there's a situation where she felt that Tiwa Savage allegedly had taken her song, Lover Lover, in the past, and that they had this back and forth, and she right. had all this kind of conversation or whatever. For me, again, um, just in the same uh, breath that you said, for me, I think it was a disappointment in the sense that People were, even men were commenting at me saying, what, you know, that is needed. You know, I saw men. It's really needed. Che- yeah, yeah, yeah. No. I was, it was, sh- listen, when it came to the men, yeah, I was more heartbroken at how some of the guys behave. And some of I, them are so excited to, to be in I there and was, commenting. I was Sir. shocked. I'm not going to lie. Maybe because I'm old. I think no, I'm probably not old all. now. Not at all. Maybe because I'm old all. now. Because I'm thinking to myself, like, you know, you know, popular guys going, yeah, yeah, it was needed. I even saw, you know, a popular guy that I really like. He posted something up and he's saying merch coming really soon and stuff like that. And I'm like, wow. What? Why are you so excited to see women fighting? And, and why are you so involved in women's business? And then apart sir? from that, you know, some of the, I, I told people that I totally agree that women could have that conversation without the public seeing it. Yeah. Absolutely. That's Absolutely. Oh, that if you want to accost anybody, oh yeah, you can do that without the public seeing that. I think that you the, know there the, were words that were thrown in there as well. For me, you know, I know talking about a woman's skin, I'm yet to find a woman alive that's not sensitive about their skin. Yeah, I'm yet. You know, so and it's like, once yeah. I saw that, I'm thinking, yo, and then women also calling each other, Sheyi and Tiwa calling each other prostitutes, whore, and whatever. I'm thinking to myself, my God. It's not a good look. And girls were in the comments saying, yes, you know, uh, keep the same energy, keep the same. So I'm just thinking to myself, like, so finally, since we've been pushing this, you don't have to be friends. And I say to people, oh, not yeah, everybody, not. you don't have to be friends. But in an industry that's already against you, and that's with Sheyi or with Yemi or whoever it is, I think there probably could have been better ways to go about that. Because what that has done, whether we like it or not, is that the same narrative, sadly, has been brought to the fore. And this, again... The younger girls coming in the industry and all of that stuff, what they're saying is that, yo, there ain't going to be any love here for no woman. Yeah, and and that's the unfortunate thing when it comes to the music industry. It seems as if women are sometimes pitted against each other. Yes. yes. Oh. But it's even more unfortunate when they fall into it and, and continue 
and continue that narrative. So, for instance, um, I don't know if you remember but when um, Nicki Minaj and Cardi, Cardi. B were fighting. Yeah, 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 yeah. And again, of course, I'm sure that was something that was incited by the fans, by yeah. the internet, by the blogs. And it generally then became an actual Personal beef. Thing, where they physically at, at, attacked a, each other at a fashion other. show. So Absolutely. Just, I think, back to what I was saying before, Tiwa, you are on the global stage now. You have to behave in a certain way and present yourself in a certain way. And it it almost sometimes taints your image. Um, not necessarily in in the sense of like people are going to, you're going to be cancelled yeah, or, yeah, yeah. but it's just that you know we look to you as a role model. We don't want to be seeing you as Tiwa, the one that's fighting. Tiwa, um, the the Russia babe. Tiwa, the me, savage. For you me, you know that's cussing people out. For I don't me, think it's a good look. I completely agree that the media has had a massive role in pitting these women against each other yeah. for over a decade, and you know. And I'm ashamed to, to admit that I'm part of the media and I'm sure I would have done one or two things back in the past, maybe ask one or two questions that probably also heightened you yeah. know, emotions a little bit. And then second of all, the fans as well have a massive role to play. But more importantly, and there's a running theme where the likes of Shei Shei said that Tiwa blocks their bags. And she said in the interview that, oh, Tiwa had asked her to be removed from an endorsement or whatever, whilst Tiwa was swearing on her son, which isn't nice, by the way. Mm-hmm. You know, she was saying, oh, if any, if I did anything like that, you know, God take my son mm-hmm. or whatever. No, I, I, no. Yeah. You know, we're not going to do that over no beef. However, the one thing that I also consistently heard was that somebody said, Tiwa, try to stop your bag. So there was a guy somewhere that said that uh, Tiwa said, let's yeah. stop this bag. There was a man somewhere that said, Tiwa said that we shouldn't put you on the stage. There was a man yeah. somewhere that said, that's a running thing, that some guy, have now found a way to because what happens is when people don't agree when there are people in people's ears like that somebody's profiting for that oh yeah of course. and i can also tell you categorically and exclusively here on the afrobeat podcast that i have witnessed someone try to use another name in a bargaining tool with a female artist Wow. So yeah. in in a negative way. Yeah, like you know, I saw that. I I kicked off against it. Oh, I don't think oh yo oh, yo oh, I, I wasn't gonna have that. I don't think that person even realized what they were doing when they did it, but they did it. And the consequences of that type of statement, even though it could have been a three word sentence or four word sentence. It snowballs into something bigger. That is it. It snowballs into something that you had no intention. That is it. But now it's already out there. Now, like, yo, since we've got, contributed since to we've got Shay Shay, you know, already headlining, you know, we're, we're not going to be able to have another female artist on, you know, because even Shay doesn't want another female artist on. Do you know that kind of statement? And then someone mm. is, and then that person is thinking, what? Yeah. That's all they do. You know, so 
People need to be fully aware of what these words are, these relationships that they're playing. And I, when I tell people that I'm not asking for them to get along and be best friends, but I'm asking for them to work within the industry to ensure that there's a bigger fight, you know, at play here. We all saw what happened when David pulled Whiskey out and Whiskey pulled David Doe out and whatever. That was actually one of the most exciting times for Afrobeats. Yeah. The ripples we caused around the world sent shivers into people's spines. When Tiwa pulled Yemi Aladi on stage in Lagos, Nigeria. And it's like, we love that. We love to see people collaborating, especially when it's our favorite artist. So when, they, when people can come together and give us the record or whether that's just them performing side by side, like we love it. So hopefully maybe one day they can put yeah. their differences aside and we can kind of put that to bed yeah. and just, you know. And we don't want to be seen that Behave as the be beautiful that. queens that we are. Absolutely. I don't want to be seen that. Well, over to Ghana, where actress and TV personality uh, Effie Odor was trending this past week. The star, who isn't new to controversy, either for alleged relationship, activism, or just being blunt, was being accused by Twitter users of using a football age. So it happened that whilst on Twitter, the actress was asked by a fan what her age was, to which Effie responded saying, I'm 21. And it instantly got backlash from the fans. Fans went to her Wikipedia page, which showed she was 28 years old, and started attacking her with claims of using her football age <laughs> for whatever reason. This caught so much fire that popular blogs picked it up with strong headlines such as Efia Odo caught with using fake football age. What did you check out the article? What did you think about that? Um, I think the first thing that comes to my mind is the fact that sometimes women feel as if, particularly within the entertainment industry, that they have to stay young forever. Mm. Um, and I think it also plays to the whole idea that when it comes to women, you only have a certain window mm. to shine. Mm. Um, unless maybe if you're an actress, you know, you've got a longer career. But in terms of music, at yeah. some point... They always, people always you, try to throw the fact that once you're, you know, if you're 40 or if you're this, that you're done. That's yeah, it's like, oh, you're no longer relevant or you're no longer exciting. We're now looking for the new young thing. Yeah. Um, so I think maybe that that's probably playing in the back of her mind and wanting to be young forever and it's like well she's her old 28 28 is young she's a young baby let me even why tell would you. she well like i feel like she should have just been like yes no. i am i am i'm 28 i'm beautiful let me my, let me um, tell you successful. what my theory is Please. my theory is this yes effia is a cheeky intelligent you know um fantastic actress yes who like most women if you ask them what their age was, yeah. right off the whim, most people say, I'm 21. Yeah. It's almost like a cheeky response. Yeah, I was about joking. to say that too. However, because of Twitter, where you're texting and you're, you know, yeah. you, you don't you, see You may emotions. not even see the video. You just see the so headline. Just saw, I'm 21, instantly. And the fact that she already has people that are always going at her, they took that and was like, what? She's using football age. Is that <laughs> nah, she, I yeah. thought, I completely believed that it was a cheeky response, mm. almost like, mind your own business. 
what my age is is not your it's concern. Not to Abso- you. It's not your concern. Why are yeah. you asking me what my age is on, on, on Twitter? Yeah. You know, I believe that was the response she gave, but obviously uh, the blogs are thirsty for information. The fans are tw- thirsty to chat about something. They took that and they ran and away ran with, with it. it. When, when I saw uh, the fact that they said footballing age, I'm like, that's actually so funny. That's hilarious. The one That's thing about the internet, the internet is very creative and very funny. But I do think, yeah, she was probably just like, just mind your business. Why are you asking me? Even if I'm 30, even if I'm 40, why are you asking me? Even why? if I am 21, like, what just is mind it? your business. But again, what is it where with with women, how can I put it, that, that sometimes the age question can be a yeah what is it what think, what, what have what has the society done what have we done as a people to make such a question a triggering you know i think it's definitely linked to what i was saying mm. earlier about being more relevant being more um desired mm. at a younger age so for instance if you are 28 29 30 people are looking at you like oh okay oh you're 29 and i think people use mm. the age as a measuring stick too so oh okay oh you're 28 uh, okay so now they're doing calculation in their mind okay maybe at this age married? when, when will you, you marry do you have children <laughs> are you at least engaged do you have a boyfriend mm. so it's i think that's where we get triggered because it's like you are trying to put me in a box so you're gonna put expectations on me mm. because of my age whereas men don't really have that you can Absolutely. be you can be 35 and living single and living your best life Facts. and nobody bats an eye and no one will ask you when will you marry yeah but god forbid you be 29 or 30 not being married you don't have a boyfriend you don't have kids god. everyone's looking at you like what's wrong with you what's, what's, what's happening, happening here <laughs> what's what's the problem sis like do you need prayer do you need prayer fasting should we join you in you know, should we join you in prayer on Thursday too? Because clearly something is wrong. So yeah. it's, I think that's the issue with the age thing when it comes to women. Like we are not allowed to be free and single and maybe focusing on a career mm. or doing anything else but to be married or in a relationship or having kids. Does the, As a woman, do you think about that? Absolutely. You, so when you're getting to a certain age, you start to think like, yo, yeah, this guy, like, oh, oh, wow. are you for real? I, you know, I think but about I, it, but I'm also very comfortable in my age. I'm, mm. And I'm comfortable with where I am and what I'm doing. Um, and I'm, I'm thankful that I live in a society that also lets me know that it's okay to be, let's say, 27, 28, 29, and be single mm. and not feel like you're forced into a relationship. Yeah. Because oh, time is ticking, I need to be married. Time is ticking, I need to have kids. Mm. You absolutely do think about it. But I also know that it's more important to be much more secure than to jump into, let's say, a relationship for the mm. sake of it. And then, God forbid, I'm now 35 and divorced. Now you're going to be... Damn. You're going to be looking gonna at be worse me. Than, oh, she can't hold a man. Exactly. Can't, you maybe see? she can't cook. Maybe she's not this, that, that. And me, then I don't like to cook, so they already know. Uh, hey, listen, she told Shopsy she don't like to cook, bro, so you see? Say, listen, you got to cook. <laughs> listen. It's, this is for your own... This is for your own protection. You got to cook. Oh, no, I do. For the right people. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> how many times a day what for myself yes for yourself yeah maybe like once or twice a day okay yeah, yeah that's yeah, not yeah. bad you of know, course you what know, should once, i be cooking three you know, times a, a day once a man comes in you know you're gonna have but the funny and thing like is said, the new so age man will probably be eating once a day 
No, he'll eat three nah, times a day. He's, not, he's going to go to work. Who's yeah, at home exactly. eating three times a day? No, but he's a very unserious man. No, but that, Any right. man that's at home <laughs> eating three times a day should be fired. What's that? No, but what I meant is, of course, you eat three times a day, but I'm not going to cook three times a day. Okay. So that, do you know what I mean? Free just stop. because. Freezer, yeah, who put has it in time? the microwave. Who's got time to be cooking three times a day, sir? You also, like I said, cook me a bit of breakfast in bed, daddy. <laughs> 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 I'm joking, oh my god. See, this I'm gonna get myself in trouble on this podcast if you shop. Hey, mommy, I'm joking, if you're watching. <laughs> now, over to the UK where chart topping rapper Ross, who recently was seen on Instagram Live, uh, shared a post, was seen on Instagram Live being arrested by the police, oh. shared a post this past week saying and I quote uh, I, I, I believe the young rapper who obviously just had a number one alongside his brother Tion Wayne he shared something on social media saying you know I became a millionaire during the pandemic amen with them God and that went viral with industry colleagues blogs picking it up really celebrating and congratulating the young man yeah uh, for his success especially knowing where he's come from coming from you know, the, the tough ends in London yeah. and really just making it to the top of the food chain. You know, the, the, the song is not only chart-topping here in England, it's also chart-topping around the world. Australia, I believe New Zealand and stuff like that. The numbers he has on Spotify is American artist numbers. It's not just, yeah, yeah it's big numbers. What are your thoughts, uh, Ross? Uh, Making a million during a pandemic. His I'm dreams are, him, yeah, man. dreams are money podcast. That's what I, people like you should be like, will be looking at, isn't absolutely. it? Absolutely. I'm so happy for him. Um, and I celebrate the fact that, you know, these young men can now use um, the, I guess, UK hip hop or yes. grime or yeah. um, what's Black yeah. music, basically, just, just in black, the UK. Yeah, and just take it to the next level and we can be chart-topping across the globe and not just within the UK. Yes. So I love the fact that our culture is now being celebrated, like black UK culture is being celebrated and embraced around the world and we are making trends. So I love that for us. Mm. Um, two, I love that he's a millionaire. I must say, like, TikTok has been amazing for him. TikTok has literally taken that song global. global. So yeah. I would definitely say part of the success to do with that song, um, um, Body, Body yeah. is definitely to do with TikTok and how social it's been taken. Yeah, and social media. And, you know, it's like a sound that you hear in, on loads of TikToks. Like, I'm that person that's addicted mm. to TikTok. And you cannot go literally 15 to 20 minutes of scrolling through TikTok without hearing his song. Wow. So, of course, he's making a lot of money from there and just, of course, the exposure from that. So, I love it. I love Absolutely. it. I'm here for it. What do you think? I, I think it's just fantastic. I think, you know, the pandemic has been very, very difficult for a lot of people. Yeah. Obviously, we lost so many people over the last one and a half years. And a lot of people lost their jobs. They lost income. You know, family members couldn't put bread on the table. But also during this most difficult time, some of the most brilliant minds and, you know, innovative minds also found a way to maximize during the pandemic yes. and, and create businesses that ultimately became, you know, successful. We yeah. saw the likes of Amazon. Amazon instantly shot off, shot through the roof. And Jeff Bezos and whatever made amazing money through that. Yeah. So to now see young musicians, especially in the last one year, where they haven't been able to perform live, 
go into business, release songs. You know, we've seen the likes of Omale and all of these guys that have just been introduced to us in the last 12 months. And now Ross saying he became a millionaire within the last 12 months just shows that even during the hardest times and the most difficult times, I think apart from working hard and, and thinking of ideas of how to make money and stuff like that, I think people really need to look inward and see what else they can bring to the fore and turn into a business and you never know what's going to happen and it, what's going to blow it i think it's, it, it also speaks to the fact that in good times and in bad times we will There's always turn to, to music mm. we will always turn to the music to make us feel good we will always turn to the music to soothe our souls or for us to, to get together and dance even if whether you were in lockdown by yourself or whether you were in lockdown with your whole family or your boo you know you always have music to to, to bring to bring um, people together, Facts. to make you feel good, to dance. And, we, you know, before we started recording, we were talking about the NS10 V10. Yes. Um, and how, you know, that kind of blew up. So I think that was something that, that up, was... That blew up during, during the, pandemic. the pandemic. The Versus blew up during the, during pandemic. the pandemic. So again, that was just um, an example of how music will always just bring people together. And that became a thing of like, you get together, or you're on Twitter, you're listening to NS10 and V10. And you see what people are saying. And you're seeing, you're voting about what you like, what you don't like. And as well as, what's the other one we were talking about? The um, versus. The versus yeah. as well. So talking about that and how, you know, you're now on Instagram Live, you're watching the verses yep. and you're tuning in, yep. you're dancing in your room and, you know, so yeah, I think music definitely kind of keeps us going. Facts, man. Shout outs to the, you know, the young man, Ross, and a lot of the young brothers and sisters within the UK, black brothers and sisters sure. specifically. I love it for who you guys. have become, you know, from musicians, creatives, influencers that are just getting that bag. We applaud absolutely everybody, including Trend Central, Blue Therapy. <laughs> you guys deserve a round of applause for an amazing, amazing content. Oh, yeah. Regardless of what anybody else thinks. I think you guys are geniuses. Okay. And if, deserve if people that move back. on, can I yeah. ask, what do you think of the whole debate of whether it was fake, whether it was real? Do you care whether it was I don't fake care. or real? I do not care whether Blue Therapy was fake or real because I'll tell you this. Yes. Any man or woman that has been in relationships over the last 10, 15 years will tell you that the topics that were discussed, you know, would have hit them somewhere from abortion to, you know, um, infidelity. No, infidelity to lack Jealousy of social jealous, media, social media, lack of finance in the relationship. Like, I don't care if it was fake or not. I thought the content was fantastic. I think the people did an absolute brilliant job delivering it to the audience. I thought it was entertaining. I think it was informative. It probably yes. opened doors for more conversations, not only with friends, but also with families, relationship people as well. You know, a couple of my friends called me up like, oh, man, you know, I, you need to get me Choma's number, man. She, I, I said, why don't you shut up? And just deal with the wife that you have or the girlfriend that you have already. That you haven't even sorted that relationship out. You want to go running after somebody else's girl because you thought that she, her man wasn't treating her well. But you've got your own girlfriend that you ain't sorted that relationship yet. Shopsy. Please. I was pissed off. Hey, Shopsy came was to shake the nah, table I was today. Pissed off. You know like, oh, bro, man, you see that chump? I know you know her. Get me a number Get me Choma's number. If it's me too, I want Choma's number. She's, no, a, she's a beautiful babe. She, a beautiful. You know, 
thought yeah, it was I, fantastic. Yeah, I, and I, I, don't, I don't have any problems with it at all. I think they should go to season two. Let's watch that. Yes, I'm here please. For Andy, can we have a season two yeah. and Trend Central? Yeah, they did an amazing job. And amazing job. The fact that people are debating whether it's real or fake just shows that, you know, the actors yeah. did an amazing job. If the fact was, that we couldn't figure it out, if it was they did fake, an amazing job. They did an amazing job. If it was real, they did an amazing job. Yeah, the bottom line is, they did an amazing job. They did. And they did. as a people, why don't we just applaud that and move on? And, and appreciate it for what it That's is. It. And appreciate it for I know what Paul it is. And for being good video, content. I know Paul did a video saying that he was acting, his first acting gig and whatever. How Did you believe that video? That he was acting. That he's he released a video saying, "Oh, that was my first acting gig." He was trying um, to say it was like uh, it was uh, it was all an act, but nobody co-signed that. It was just him. I do you know what I think it's really confusing because I feel like we're getting mixed messages on yeah. whether it, it was, was real, real or, fake. or fake. I think the people just want to no like was it genuinely real like were yeah. you guys in a relationship only because people were really invested in the storylines people were invested in what the characters were going through crying I, I cried with Chioma like this when, was um, when, when she was talking about baby. losing the baby yeah. and I was just like oh my god she obviously she went a through lot of a women, lot listen, I was in tears with her a like, lot I, of women the reason why that resonated is that a lot of women young girls and, and guys have been in that situation where they have made the horrible decision yeah. of having to terminate a pregnancy because they felt they weren't up to it. However, physically and emotionally, it is one of the toughest things for a woman to go through. I can imagine. Because I can imagine. Not only is she emotionally going to go through that trauma, she's physically going to go through it. Mm -hmm. And most times, the guys, because, you know, the guys don't might not be able to connect with that yeah of course you know? because it's you know it's not your body going through yeah. it and you haven't physically connected with the being that's yeah. inside of you it's so tough. i think you know you you kind of go that, through it very differently when um, watching her cry there that, that so was yeah tough. i was like you know i can't i can't personally relate to what she's going through mm. but i can imagine the pain and yeah. i think you know she did an amazing job because it's like sis your tears have got me like i'm, yeah. I'm shedding a tear with you because it generally seems as if you're going through like a pain. So, yeah, yeah no, they, they did a good job with it's, that. So, so hopefully we'll get a season two and absolutely. catch now, up with the characters. Staying in the UK, where rapper Young Teflon didn't agree with the statement that Drake, in quote, put UK artists on. He said, and I quote, Drake never put, no, put on no UK artists. Made them bigger, yes, but put on, nah, that's crazy. He knows exactly what he was doing. You know, when he features with certain artists, it goes both ways. Mm -hmm. That's how you stay relevant. We give overseas acts too much credit. End quote. Agree or disagree? Can you just read the last line for me again? Because he just he said that. that he knows exactly what he's doing when he features with certain artists. Mm -hmm. It goes both ways. Right. That's how you stay relevant. And we give overseas acts too much credit. Okay. Um, I partly agree with him. I partly agree with him. Yeah. Um, in terms of it goes both ways. Yeah. However, when it comes to the Dreza Drake, the Champagne Puppy, 
he doesn't need the Gaudem Sugar. He doesn't need anybody to stay relevant. This is the Drake. I feel like sometimes we we don't give Drake enough credit and we feel as if he's our age mate because he's been so supportive of the UK scene, because he's been so involved and so um embraceive of our culture and he's willing to collaborate we then sometimes look at him as if he's our age mate as yep. if he's on the same level as the artists we have here whether that's let's say Stormzy or Hindi yep. One or Giggs or Skepta this is Drake one of the biggest artists in the world mm. he's almost on the same level as Beyonce Jay-Z mm. in terms of global impact of course, of in course. terms of the numbers yeah. in terms of awards yeah. in terms of recognition in terms of impact period yeah. So you cannot come and try and make it seem as if he needs us to stay relevant. Okay. He definitely contributes to the culture. He mm. definitely can, you know, take in part of what we're doing, embrace mm. it and blow it up and put it on a bigger stage. Yeah. Of course, absolutely. But to make it seem as if he needs us to stay relevant, mm, I don't know about the that. You're I, reaching. The reason I agree um, with young Steflon mm-hmm. is that Drake is one of the most, is, is probably one of the smartest musicians that we've seen in the last 10 years. Yes, agreed. The reason he's been relevant is because he's, he's identified new talent earlier than most people, collaborated with them, and that way keeps his audience as young as possible, reaching into different markets. Right. What Young Teflon was saying here is makes a lot of sense oh, and i'll tell you why yeah, no, I, but the reason don't get me wrong. drake I don't disagree so with him fully, the but. reason drake collaborates with the uk artists mm-hmm. yes okay because he's got a bigger platform that exposes them to more international audiences without a doubt that's why he said it go both ways however a drake collaborating with gigs in the uk you've got the keys to london yeah. Period. No, it's going crazy. And of that instantly certifies you. Drake collaborating with, you know, in coming out on stage for the section boys, jumping on stage in Manchester for Fredo, you know, coming for, for gigs, bringing Jay Huss out on stage at right. the O2 Arena when Jay Huss hadn't been around for a long time. Yeah. As much as. You know, the world gets to see this incredible talents that we celebrate here in the UK. Guess what? the UK also falls more in love with Drake. Oh, absolutely. Because we do. he's connecting with our people. With us. Absolutely. So that's why Young Teflon says, you know, we give you know, overseas artists a lot more credit than they deserve. Nobody can take anything away from Drake. I'm a massive fan of Drake. I believe yeah. he's just a special talent, an incredible businessman, and a fantastic musician to know how to really reach out and touch the right people at the right time. Yeah. But then again, you know, we also cannot take credit away from the impact that some of his collaborators are giving him. I believe that the first time Drake was getting hyped about the UK, should I remind you who the Please first do. artist that Drake was gassed about? Who? His name is Sneakbo. That oh, was the wow. first that, that's, name. That, that's been a hot exactly. minute. Exactly. I can minute. even I can even Google it here, and t- I'll tell you Drake Snake Bow. You see the when, what year it was. No, I think two thousand and twelve. That was just two years after 
Drake maybe two or three years after Drake became big. But, but and you, that you was when Snakebow was on a jet ski wave. So yeah. Drake caught that wave from afar and instantly identified with him. Yeah. And came here and did all of that stuff. So from day one, he's always been riding the hot stuff. And then he had the Crepton Conan. And then he had, you know, the section boys on stage. And once yeah. he's been with Fredo. And now, obviously, he's team up with gigs. I don't care who you are. As a Londoner, you, once, you're in love yeah. with Drake. I think, though, but what that tells me is that it, it feels authentic to me. Yo, no, no, he's, no. He's, it's he's not been, fake. Yeah, like he's been doing no, it from, what, from 2012 to 2021 now. So it's like he that loves, love. He the loves the UK. It's so authentic. He, and so loves real. The, he loves the UK. Yeah. He loves uh, the music here. And he definitely embraced it a lot more than any other international artist has done. Mm -hmm. Hence why his success is here. So yeah. I completely agree with you. I don't think it's fake. I think it's 1000% authentic. I think it's brilliant. Um, however, Young Teflon also hits a valid, valid point. It does. That it, do it goes both ways. No, it, it does go both ways. Mm. Absolutely, absolutely. I think um, it's just that that particular point has been raised a few times when it comes to Drake and people making it seem as if... Like he's, he's a vulture. He's, yeah, like no. one, he's a vulture, and two, he's, he, he's using everyone else to, to get on. Even with Afrobeats, he ain't no vulture. I'll tell you that. Yeah, no. Even though he, he, you know, he's collaborated with Whiskey at uh, the right time, mm -hmm. he's done come closer. He's done. He's still, to me, he's still not a vulture. I believe, no matter the benefits he had, he still put used this platform to introduce our sound to a lot more people. Because I think the reason why it works with Drake. It wouldn't work with other artists mm. because it wouldn't feel as authentic. Yeah, yeah. The work it is would just kind of feel like. It's just two artists collaborating. Yeah. It's a work thing. You do one collaboration, you're gone. Like, you move on. Yeah. So, whereas, like, with him, it feels as if you're genuinely part of our culture in one yeah. way or another. You enjoy it. It's you're embracing it. You love it. So, you know, you want to contribute to the culture in one way or another, whether that's putting on the artist, whether that's collaborating with them, putting them on your album, or, you know, bringing them on to your stage when you're performing, yeah. whatever it is. Whereas, if it was, let's just say... Kanye West or the baby or so, I don't know yeah, just yeah, one yeah. of these other artists it just wouldn't feel the same so I feel like we also have to give Drake that credit I and agree. just like acknowledge it for just the love that I it agree. is as I genuine agree. I agree I agree now over to your neck of the woods mm -hmm. uh, South Africa where a woman named Gosiame Sitole hopefully Sitole Sitole claimed to have delivered 10 children from one pregnancy. The woman is said to have delivered seven boys and three daughters, setting the new world record of having the couplets, I believe it is. The news went viral with the lady's image during pregnancy shared across all platforms. And it has to be said that the lady also uh, already had a set of six-year-old twins. Uh, so it looks like the household is expanding by 10. So now they've got 12 kids. Um, what were your thoughts when you saw the, I didn't even believe that it was possible to have t 10 children in one pregnancy. As they say, all things are possible through Jesus. Hallelujah. <laughs> is it, would, it be any, just, would it be anything that would interest you? Maybe uh, a set of twins or triplets? You know. Oh, 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 twins maybe. Twins maybe. Is it? Yeah, twins so maybe. So you have it and done. That's what everybody says. Yeah. Oh, just having that. There's no having a No, but you know what? No, I wouldn't just want twins in that cell. I'd want maybe like twins and then one more or two more. 
And that's but it. anyway, so but future ten, husband, if you're listening, uh, <laughs> you're gonna be cooking. But you're gonna be cooking for a party with four kids. Absolutely. Flipping now. Oh, you know, I'll, I'll I'll do what I need to do. But uh, back ten, to this young yeah, woman. Yeah. Ten children is a lot. Oh my goodness, that's it's really the is really the strength of God that can help this woman the through cost. this time. The cost? Not only the cost, but I'm just thinking physically, physically mentally, mentally, emotionally. My God, the first few months are going to be so tough for her and her husband. So I just really hope that she has a good support system, a good community of people that will, Stuff. you know, that will help her, that will support her. Yeah. Um, you know, they say it takes a village to raise Facts. one child. It's gonna, this one is going to take a no. whole community to raise 12 children yeah. at this point. Um, yeah. And I just hope that they use this opportunity. You know, they're going very viral online. To I just hope money. that they, yeah, they use it to make money, That's what I think get well. some income, and That's somehow gather some support, some community support that That's will what just I have hope. her back for the next, even if it's just for the next year. That's what until I Until she gets her bearings right. Absolutely. But what I have does. a question for you, Mr. Yes. Let, let me hear it. As a daddy, yeah. How would you, the wife comes, she says, babe, we're having, I'm not even going to give you 10. She says, we're having six children. What's your reaction? Just pack my bags and leave. (laughs) (laughs) Shopsy said, I'm packing my loads and going back to the motherland. That's going to be, you're just going to, that's going to be tough, man. Do you know, because I was thinking about this. You're just, that's so much like, you know, that's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. And like, I was thinking I've about... I've got three kids. And, you know, at one, I was fine. <laughs> and all of a sudden... There was two. There was two. And then I got the message that it's about to be three. And wow. when, I, when, I, when, I, when, when I was told that my baby was coming, I said, all right, this is the only way that I'm really going to be happy, happy if she's a girl. Okay. Oh, you wanted so, a girl? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I had my first child as a girl, so yeah. everything was easy. And then I had a boy, someone bouncing off the roof. Bouncing. <laughs> I'd Energy. never seen anything like that before in my life. Yeah. Go to bed can mean jumping <laughs> into... I'm like, what's this? So I said... I would You never expected it. To, I wouldn't be able to survive two boys. So I said, listen... <laughs> God. Shops said, I can flatline. Nah, I cannot nah, take nah. it. I said, please, give me a girl and I'll be happy. And... Aww. If all three had come at the same time, the headache, even now, they, they, you, they sleep at different times. They, you know, you're thinking about so many things and then financially the impact. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I, it's, I think it's a lot. Thinking about that could send any man crazy. I, and I, a I, woman, I, Lord knows what that'll do to your body. I. You I'm, see the I'm, state I'm of our body. Hey, Adiola, I want to ride with a geezer. Is it me or the lifestyle, sweetheart? <laughs> it's a lifestyle. I'll show you that for free. Uh, anyway. But, yeah, yeah. Um, staying in South Africa, as rap superstar Casper Nioves announced his deal with shoe wear brand Drip Footwear, this past week tagged the hashtag legacy deal. Uh, the rap superstar announced the deal in style with a video shared on his social media showing him stepping out in an expensive car dressed up to the official signing. Now, Drip Footwear and Family Trees have joined forces in a deal meant to go beyond the confines of just music and footwear. Unnamed products will be launched under their partnership and they said in quote, we are about to launch products under a new wing, the root of fame with Casper. 
This partnership goes beyond music and sneakers. It is a showcase of black excellence through power of collaboration, end quote. Now, Casper took to Twitter to let fans know about his partnership with Drip Footwear, saying he is truly grateful for sealing the deal. The ink should be dry now. I can confidently announce the legacy deal. To God be the glory. Because this is showing, this is him showing off. Truly grateful, end quote. It's been reported that the deal is worth about 100 million rands. How much is that in, in dollars? Um, good question. One, so how much one, is a rand? A, a rand is about 18, no, one pound is about 18 rands. 18 rands. So, so that's between, probably yeah, about 4 million between pounds. 18 to 20. So that's probably about 5 million pounds, yeah. 5, 6 million pound footwear deal. It's that's incredible, incredible. That's amazing. I love that for him. Um, And I, I love is, what it represents yes. and the future that we have. Facts. Um, and I feel like, you know, Kanye started the, not that he started it, but, you know, he's he has set a certain level when it comes to the success Brand of partnerships. brand partnerships Jay-Z and footwear well, too. Yeah, so I just feel like this is something that we need in Africa and we start need to we need to start doing with artists in Africa. Mm. Um, and we can't always be looking to the Americans and the British artists to set certain um, trends and do certain things and buy their brand partnerships and buy whatever that we they're need to selling partner to us. with African brands so too. African brands and African artists need to be coming together so that they create things that we're buying into we can't always be looking to the west I hate that so I'll, I'm happy that he's doing this and mm. I pray that it's super successful and that people support him and you know this I feel like if this ex- if this is successful All it that. will create opportunities for other artists yep. and other brands to come together and create whether that's products or whatever items they're creating to sell to their audiences yeah. and you know just yes start creating future wealth continuous wealth that not just ends with the artist but continues for future generations and generational wealth absolutely shout out to Kaspanovis I think in South Africa it's been a you know a better industry when it comes to brand partnerships and yeah. you know a lot of especially with footwear we saw it in the past with aka with Reebok we've seen it in the past so it looks like you know in South Africa the the, the industry is kind of ad- advanced to that level where Definitely. you know the local talents are really getting what they deserve when it comes to you know really big, good deals like that again like you said it's a great time for musicians and creatives who have you know, being successful with whatever it is, whether music or film, and now starting to leverage on that popularity in partnering yes. with brands and, and making more money, creating legacy deals that will send money down generations. You Absolutely. Know? Uh, and, and, and for me, when I saw the image, when I saw the news, uh, it just put a smile on my face because, hey, there's going to be a younger artist in South Africa that's their dream is not only to become a successful rapper, but also to have to be in a position where they have a s- fantastic partnership with a brand. Yeah. So you're starting to expand the imaginations Absolutely. of young artists, up and coming artists. Exactly. Beyond just, what they usually know. And setting an example, setting an example of what's possible, setting an example of we can do this. Yeah. And, you know, the... The UK and the, the US artists have been doing it for decades. For a long so time. So I feel like we need to start doing that. So, you know, hopefully we'll see that more and more with African artists from the Casper in Your Vest to yeah. AKA to WizKid, yeah. Tiwa Savage, hopefully. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, we can get 
different different things coming our way from them and see them succeed so that we don't always have to look to to the UK and the American artists to um, sell us things. Facts. You know? And speaking about brands and selling us things, shout out to my brother, Shop Life. I just received the package. I'm wearing a T-shirt right now that has the legendary icon Fela Kuti on the pe- like. I was just at home. I received the package through the door. Yeah, I feel like you might stand like, up so they can yeah, see it properly. Yeah, they need to see it properly. Listen, I love flash, it. That's an amazing. It's Chop Life. Check him out on Instagram online. He's got amazing merch: jackets, t-shirts, socks, scarves. He's got everything, and it's you know it's is made by us for us. You mm-hmm. know, he's one of us. The, the the brand is one of us, and he has supported a lot of the stuff that we've done. So go out there, you find amazing merch that you definitely can wear, male for or sure. female. And the jackets, this. I love the jackets. The bumper jackets are ridiculous, yeah. man. So Mr. yeah, shop life. I was promised my own. I'm still waiting. Or I'm still waiting. Norma says. <laughs> so make sure you make that happen. Now over to East Africa, Kenya, to be exact, where singer Koti announced that she w- she wanted to give away a social media account so she can focus on making money. The singer posted her TikTok account, which has close to twenty thousand followers, asking her fans who wanted it. And she couldn't keep up that she couldn't keep up with all the social media accounts at the same time. Instagram, mm-hmm. Facebook, Twitter, all of that. Akotia is one of the most followed Kenyan celebrities on social media and has 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 a love-hate relationship with social media due to the hate she constantly receives from some section of her followers. She has even gone as far as to share an image and name a follower who she dubbed the hater of the week saying she was finally getting the attention she had been looking for. So why don't you enjoy your 15 minutes of fame? Mm-hmm. Social media has become the way of life. It's become a very important part of marketing, entertainment, promotion, and most creatives, entertainers have no choice, whether they like it or not, to be active or to employ social media managers. Akotia seems to be the one handling everything and juggling it all by herself, and it has come to a head. Mm-hmm. Um, what were your thoughts when you saw this headline, and how would you advise to go about dealing with this? Definitely get a social media manager, mm. um, even if it was somebody that was handling your social media part-time, because it can be a lot, especially mm. you know, if, as an artist, celebrity, you're honestly dealing with so much. Yep. Um, or maybe just a PR team that can handle that for you. Mm. Um, and I feel like... <coughs> You know, TikTok is one of the biggest social media platforms. So I feel like it would be a shame to lose out on that potential audience. Yeah. Um, only because the impact that, that um, TikTok has is so huge. And I feel like people are not really tapping into that properly. Yeah, I um, haven't. Yeah, and you know, like a clip can literally go from like zero to millions of views from all across the world. Um, you know, so I feel like that's definitely an audience that they could be tapping into. Mm. But yeah, you got to get a social media manager because I understand it can be a lot from a lot. TikTok to Facebook to Instagram to and trying to figure out how to one, maneuver yeah. your voice, wh- what to put where, editing. what time, like TikTok editing. editing and the putting up the captions, the right time to post, what you know, so all of these different things and making sure you're talking to that particular audience in a particular voice, whether that's TikTok, whether that's Facebook, because of course you're gonna have different yeah. audiences and voices for yeah. different platforms. So yeah, it can be a lot. So I completely understand where she's where she's coming from. But I think a social media manager can take that burden off of her shoulders and she just she can relax and focus on getting to the bag. 
Simple. Akote, that's the advice for that's you. That's it. Now, finally, to Nigeria, where this week the dominating news has been the Twitter ban issued by the government. Nigerians and the rest of the world has been critical of the Buhari-led government who announced the suspension of Twitter, Twitter's operations in Nigeria stemming from the platform deleting the president's tweet, which the platform deemed to be inflammatory. Shortly after the uh, that infamous short, shortly after the infamous uh, tweet deletion, the communications minister or something or special advisor to the president announced the suspension and subsequent threats of arrests have been made to anyone who finds other means to tweet from Nigeria. <coughs> VPN. Obviously. This drew huge condemnation from the international community for what they claim is an attempt to stifle free speech and control what is sent uh, to be consumed, obviously, by the young Nigerian people. Um, well, first of all, that was one of the most shocking things to happen in the last two weeks. Yeah. However, there seems to be a history in the sense that during the NSARS movement, Twitter was one of the most influential platforms where young Nigerians spoke up against injustice and violence, called the world's attention to what was going on, and had a platform uh, to, you know, to share their thoughts towards the frustrations that they, you know, they're obviously feeling. That they're feeling yeah. This is supposed to be a democratically elected pre uh, government acting in a military rule kind of fashion. What were your thoughts when you saw this? First, before we get serious, yeah. Loki, it was very childish of you, Mr. President, because because I feel like it also came from a place of like pride and feeling like, how dare you delete my tweet? Yeah. So, because of that, not only I but the entire country mm. will not be using your platform anymore. Which is absolutely ridiculous and childish. So that's first. Number two, I feel like it's a very dangerous, slippery slope. Yeah. Because you start with Twitter and you are... You put other social media platforms on notice, basically. Yeah. And because next thing you know, oh, it's you Instagram. can no longer use Instagram. It's no longer Facebook. Yeah. It's no longer um, just normal blogs. So I feel like we have to be very careful with how we kind of handle this because but then at the same time it's like how how do we how do we because at the end of the day you cannot stifle people from freedom of speech mm. that's what you're doing you're taking away people's freedom of speech do they you care? don't want them to do they care absolutely that they, they absolutely don't care yeah. but they are trying to take it away essentially that's what you're trying to do you're yeah. trying to take it away you don't want people to complain about your government you don't want people to express their um dissatisfaction with what you're doing in the country number two there are other things in the country that are happening that, that you should attention. be taking care of yeah. that are a matter of urgency and importance twitter and twitter users and what small adiola is tweeting yeah. should not be your it's, main concern at the moment said that nigeria lo loses two hundred and fifty thousand dollars every hour since twitter went down not only so has it been a source not, not only has it been a source of income for companies and brands in in Nigeria but it's also been a source of income for young Nigerians who have only had to rely on social media to create jobs for themselves to yeah. find a better way to survive but now they have shut that off 
It's absolutely ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Um, and I feel like there are so many other things that the government should be taking care of and looking to take care of that are absolutely urgent and mm. important. Let's look at the um, the economy and what's going on with that. Can we take care of that? But you're worrying about what people are tweeting. What about the security? Are you for real? The Kidnappers, armed robbers, people unknown gunmen. People don't have jobs. A, a population that has a huge amount of young people that are so innovative, creative, talented, uh, educated, but yet cannot find jobs to provide so for their talented. families. And, and, and social media, they have devised a way to, to use social media to earn at least a little bit. Yeah. And the government, because the president isn't happy that his tweet, which was deemed inflammatory, was deleted, decided to take down the entire platform. And, and I think it just reminds us that even though we think we've come so far, it still shows us that we've got so lo such a long way to go. Absolutely. I think they were also, they felt recent. I think the government mm. didn't realize how powerful social media is. And I think when the NSALS movement happened and Twitter was at the forefront of making it widespread across the world. the world and making it the number one trending topic for days and days, they never expected it to be that impactful. They mm. never expected for there to be People be asking pressure. questions, yes. They never expected the pressure to come from social media yes. because of the young people that spoke out from Nigeria, yep. spreading it across the world and putting pressure on their necks to make a change, to end SARS, to stop police brutality. So I think that's also a reason why they they are yep. choosing to make sure that Twitter is no longer being used in the country because they didn't realize how impactful it can be to yep. making change. Yep. So I feel like it's, it's a way to silence the people absolutely. in the future, absolutely. which is absolutely not acceptable. I mean, it's a democracy, it's not a dictatorship, so... Yeah, let's get it together. Let's get it together. On that note, we end this episode of Adi Shopeo Live, the official Afrobeats podcast with myself, Adi Shopeo Live, and the incredible and beautiful Norma of the Dreams and Money podcast. You know where to find us every yes, single sir. time. It's the same place, same time. Make sure you subscribe, comment, share, like. We appreciate every single one coming. And a big shout-out to the entire team, Afromedia Studios, Willow Studios, Ayo Maurice, LM Media, and the you know everybody working behind the scenes, man. Until the next time, it's same place, and it's peace. Way out. Right. 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 Right.